Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 32 of Ronnie's Reflections. <laughs> if you're listening to this in podcast form, uh, I just bought a Gengar at Walmart. It's a little action figure, four inch, little purple guy. Kind of looks like Kirby. And uh, whenever you squish his feet, his tongue comes out of his mouth. And uh, I love that. It's quite adorable. I must have it. So yeah, Ronnie's Reflections, episode 31. This is the place where I recount the week that I had, look back upon that, reflect upon it, thus the name, Ronnie's Reflections, and share a little bit about some of the highlights and lowlights that we had. Today is July... Nope. Nope. It's June. It's June 12th, 2022. Recording this at 10.53 a.m. It's freaking hot. Holy balls. Holy sweaty balls in Kansas. Yes. Yes, I said that. I did... Um, man, it's going to be 97 today. It's going to be in the mid-90s the next two or three days. I got the fan going. I don't know if it's coming through on the mic. I'm sorry. I'm hot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so let's get right into this week's episode. Listener feedback. That's the first thing that we always like to cover. We had lots of good feedback uh, in that we had a lot of quantity of feedback, but the feedback was not necessarily good. The question of the week last week was, what is something you used to believe in which I think definitely kind of skews it to the negative side of things. And uh, I was worried that I was going to be the only one that responded that way. And I certainly was not because uh, you guys felt very negative as well. Here we go. Brickitect. This is super depressing, but I used to believe there was a hope for humanity. I lost that hope after seeing how divided and inconsiderate people were during the pandemic. If we can't get people to accept the inconvenience of wearing a mask while they stand in line at Starbucks... How will we convince them to make lifestyle changes to save the planet for future generations? I fear that we will just continue existing with nothing ever getting better for anyone simply because we would rather both lose than see the other guy win. I think you're dead on. I think that's exactly where we're at as a society. Uh, that movie that came out on Netflix not that long ago, something, I don't know, it was Leo DiCaprio staring at the moon or something. It was about a, a world-ending event. I think Jonah Hill was in it too, maybe. Uh, I feel like that really does a good job of summarizing where we are at as a people. We're not going to realize there's an issue or a problem until it's actually affecting us. Climate change, um, problems with the ozone layer, the economy. <laughs> it's really easy just to pass the buck and, and people love to, to uh, thank whatever the current president is for the current problems because that's the easiest way that you can... Uh, pass blame onto someone that is affecting you. Um, they're just like the face of your problem. And it's just it's just really easy to be like, yeah, it's, it's the president's fault that things are the way they are. Well, you know, whenever you look at our uh, global society as a whole, it's not just America that are facing, you know, like high gas prices and things like that. So it's just, it's just kind of sad that we are where we are. And there's other people that had that same sentiment including Michael A., who said, It sounds sad, and I think of myself as a pretty optimistic person overall, but I used to believe in humanity. I wouldn't say that belief is completely gone, but it's struggling right now. And Slippery Brick said, I used to believe there are more good in people than bad. I was raised in a way to think if I'm good to people, they would be good back. Not that I'm saying it's nothing but bad today. I just think they're on the rise, and you're not seeing that high peak, knowing it will come back down anytime soon. Maybe it's just me or the so-called city I live in. He lives in New York, by the way. But seriously, can't help but notice how we're treating each other nowadays. We're losing the basic manner, basic etiquette we should have towards one another. It's practically a norm now if I hear the F word 
He doesn't mean food as a common greeting, for example. I tend to treat people fair on a person-by-person basis. If you treat me nice, I'll certainly be nice to you back. But if you give me garbage, I'm sorry, but you're getting garbage back because why am I having to deal with this when I did nothing to you? Another thing is if you say hi to a stranger, you would get a weird stare back. I'd admit I do the same because honestly, we have a good population of crazies here where you have no idea what their intention is or scammers. So best to just walk away and not respond. The easy escape. Perhaps I was raised too much of a goody two-shoe, if that's even a phrase or correct spelling, to believe everyone is good. It's not turning out to be the fact. I can't help myself to even ponder this question from time to time. Is it better off sometimes to be bad more than good? Because I don't have to deal with these shenanigans, but I honestly still want to be good. Gosh, am I writing an essay? My bad. Don't apologize for that, Andy. It was an epic comment. There's a lot of things that I want to dig into in here. Um, Like the golden rule, right? You treat other people nice, they're going to treat you nice, sure. Uh, Not wanting to wave at somebody because of the crazy stuff that goes on in your city. I had one of those moments, small town, Kansas. I was in uh, Parsons with Beckett. We went to Brahms to have some ice cream after some fun at the park. And we were just chilling, eating our ice cream. And then in walks this lady, super skinny, wearing a backpack, wearing a hat. And she starts walking laps around Brahms in the little dining area. And like, it's pretty crowded. Like there's maybe 20 people in there. She's walking around. I noticed that she's muttering to herself, talking to herself. And as she's walking around and talking to herself, she's getting more and more agitated. Uh, I can hear her saying some F words, as, as you alluded to, uh, and like starts to pound her fist on the tables, starts to shoulder bump people that are just standing there not doing anything. Uh, and then she starts yelling. And at this point, I'm starting to freak out a little bit. And I'm like, do I grab Beckett and leave? But if I, if I get up and grab him, is that going to draw attention to us? Because honestly, what was in the back of my mind was she's got a backpack, she's got a gun in there, she's gonna just going to start unloading on everybody because of all the crap that is going on in the news lately of people just randomly unloading guns on people in our country. And uh, yeah, I was, I was a little freaked out at that point. I elected to just sit there and stay there. Luckily, um, she, got, she did like one more round and then she just went out the other door and left. And you could feel the collective temperature in the room start to settle because like people were, I'm sure thinking the same thing that I was. I mean, how could you not? It's, it's in the news every day of somebody randomly getting shot. Um, so yeah, there's crazy people. And I, I think Andy's right. You know, the best, best case of action there is to just not engage with them, not draw attention to yourself uh, and hope that they just go away, which is pretty sad that uh, we're kind of in that place right now. Cause I think if somebody, I imagine, you know, her coming into a cafe, a diner in the 50s and behaving that way. I can't imagine that she would get away with acting that way without somebody stepping up and saying, hey, you need to calm down or you need to get out of here. But everybody's just so afraid that everybody is carrying around a weapon uh, that nobody wants to confront anybody because you just never know when somebody's going to be crazy enough to pull something out and, uh, and try something. So, yeah, that was not fun. And I share in your sentiment. Um, I couldn't imagine being around that kind of stuff all the time. Like my town, Erie, there's only a thousand people that live here. Pretty much everybody knows everybody here. I've never seen anybody behave like that um, in a public place in Erie. So pretty fortunate in in that. I mean, you you lose out in a small town. Like you don't have a lot of culture. You've got a lot of people that all think kind of the same way generally, pretty conservatively, which is which is fine. It's just that like that's that's where we're at here in the country. 
Um, but also you just don't have as many crazies. So, you know, give and take. <laughs> uh, is it better to be off? Is it better off sometimes to be bad more than good? Uh, I think I think Green Day said it best, man. Nice guys finish last. And, uh, you know, sometimes that's, sometimes that's true. But uh, I'm, I'm with you. We just got to continue being the, uh, the example of good in the world that we want to see. Nelson Mandela or, or somebody said it much more eloquently than I did. You just gotta, you just gotta be you. Do what makes you comfortable. Um, what doesn't get you shot and uh, keeps you away from the crazies. And yeah, I think I'm a big believer in putting good out into the world and getting good back. But um, also with you, you know, I've become more bitter as time has gone on, and uh, it's like, do I even do I even go out of my way to wave at somebody when I go by them to say hi? Like, what do you do? It's it's tough out there. Richard, continuing on the negative uh, role, and, and I can totally relate to this one too. Very frustrating for me this week, but I'll read Richard's comment first and tell you about how it affected me. Richard said, I used to believe in our doctors and healthcare system, but then I got ulcerative colitis. That does not sound fun. Long story short, I was told I was going to have UC for the rest of my life. They pumped me full of meds and helped me get out of my flare-ups, but I was paying $1,500 a month for this medicine. And the flare-ups would always come back. That's when I learned doctors help you feel better, not heal you. Thankfully, through diet and fasting, I've healed myself and no longer need medication. One last thing I think I do need... Wait, one last thing I do think there are good doctors out there that really want to help you. I just haven't found one I like yet. So I think that I had the same thing that you have, ulcerative colitis, which... For me, like this is like a flare-up in the, uh, uh, like your your tract. What is this? Your esophagus and your tract, and then like into your upper upper stomach and intestines. And for me, this felt like just like a, a slow, dull, constantly uncomfortable, painful situation. Like right here, like right below my sternum, um, right at the top of my abdomen. Um, and it would it would stay there for three, four days usually. Um, found out that treating it with antibiotics made it go away, and that was great. But then maybe, I don't know, three or four months later, I would have another attack. So for me back then, this was whenever I was weighing about 250 pounds, and I was having a beer with dinner every night. And I noticed that alcohol, I think, is the thing that probably made that a lot worse and had it flare up. Um, but also losing uh, 60 pounds. I haven't, knock on wood, because God, I don't want to experience that ever again. It's not a fun pain. Losing 60 pounds, I haven't had a flare-up um, since then. So, like he said, diet, exercise, just kind of getting the body back back to a, a good state. Uh, wish you the best on that, man. I hope you don't have any more of those attacks, because I know those are not very much fun. But as for me and how this is topical for this week, um, I'm going to talk about a little bit later about my uh, my trip to the doctor's office. I did record a little thing that's going to come out in Builder Buds that uh, is like the aftermath right after I got off the phone with the doctor's office, just trying to make a doctor's appointment. Why is it so freaking hard to make a doctor's appointment? Um, last week, I called this doctor's office, which is where my son was born, which is where I was an established patient. My doctor is now gone. So they were like, do you want to establish care with this new doctor? And I was like, sure. Does that mean that I get to come in and get checked out? I just want a yearly exam. And I want labs run. I want blood work done. That's it. She's like, oh, yeah, well, let me let me call the doctor, and I'll get back with you, and then we'll schedule something. Fast forward a week later, I still hadn't heard from her. I was like, F that. I'm just going to go to the local clinic. I know the uh, 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 physician assistant that, that uh, works there. Great guy on our school board. Uh, I've gone to him for 
medical things before, and he does a great job. So I was like, I'll just go there. They can get my labs done. They can get me in in three days. Perfect. Uh, while I was there at the doctor's office, this lady calls back and is like, oh, yeah, we accepted you as a patient. Thanks. I've already moved on. Appreciate it. But then at the doctor's office, uh, I showed him a mole that I've got on my arm. I was like, it looks kind of funny. He's like, yeah, that does look kind of weird. <laughs> That's all he said. I was like, all right, so I guess I'll try and find a dermatologist to get looked at. Again, small town issues. There's not like a dermatologist here in this town. They do traveling dermatologists where they're only here like a couple of days a month. So like the heck with that. I'm going to go to Joplin. I'll just get checked out there. Um, well, let me back up because I called I called that same hospital that uh, gave me the runaround before. I said I need to talk to somebody about dermatology. She transferred me to a place and I left a message. They called me back and said, oh, you want Sweet 200. And I was like, okay. They were like, we'll transfer you to the operator. So they transferred me to the operator. I said, operator, I need Sweet 200. She said, okay. Guy picks up the phone. Hello. Um, my name's Ronnie Williams. I need to see a dermatologist. Uh, this is a hospital room. I'm sick. Oh, I'm very sorry, sir. My, my mistake. Hung up with him. Called the hospital back. I would like to speak to somebody in dermatology. Sweet 200 is a room. Somebody in the hospital who works there said that Sweet 200 is who I need to talk to for dermatology. The operator was like, oh, man, well, I don't know where to send you. Hang on a second. So then she sends me somewhere else. Answering machine picks up. Hello, you've reached the generic answering message system for the hospital. Please leave your name and number. Click. Hung up on them. Called an actual dermatologist's office in Joplin. Got an appointment. I'm going, I think it's like July 5th was like the earliest they can get me in. So it's it's like a month wait, but I'm going to an actual dermatologist's office to get my weird mole looked at. And that was ridiculously hard to get in to see the doctor, to get in to see a dermatologist in apparently a first world country. And I've got really good insurance, but I still can't get in anywhere to see anybody in a timely manner. <sighs> Thank God it's not an emergency, you know, like I'm not dying. I just, ugh, that really makes me makes me wonder, you know, what it's going to be like when I get old. I need to probably move to like a bigger city where there's there's better and more options for healthcare because it's, it just ain't it here, apparently. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> on to our last comment of the week, Kelly Daniels, my favorite. She said, the guy that lives across the street had sharp teeth and would eat us if we were outside alone. When he walked by, that's something that she used to believe. That is very scary. Maybe uh, your mom and uh, maybe she told told you that because he was creepy and she was worried about him. I don't know. That's pretty pretty rough. Pretty rough. The other thing she said also, she used to believe that she's hard to love. I've since learned I was asking the wrong people to love me. Ask me, you know that I love you. We got to end on a positive note after all of that negativity. So thank you guys for your responses to the question of the week. Appreciate that very much. And now it is time for the question of the week this week. Gengar. I love Gengar. He's going to sit on my desk and I'm going to freak people out on Zoom. What is something you miss from the past? Well, something that I miss from the past, as I reflect on the week that I just had and all of the stuff that I just told you, I miss the innocence of childhood and just waking up playing video games, not going to work, going with the flow. Mom cooks your meals, three square meals every single day. Play ball with dad. You know, play ball in the summertime. 
baseball, like random. Used to meet up with the kids and play uh, street hockey. That was super fun. Go to the skating rink. Go to the city pool. Bike rides, camping. All that stuff you used to do with a kid and like you didn't have to worry about money. You didn't have to worry about a job. You didn't have to worry about responsibilities. <sighs> you didn't have to worry about your health. <laughs> I'm getting ready to turn 38 years old here in 10 days. And every time something goes wrong with my body now, I think, well, that's it. I've got cancer. That's going to that's gonna be the thing that's going to kill me. Um, yep, that little mole, that's, that's skin cancer that's going to take me out. I don't like I don't like living that way, you know, like because you miss out on a lot of things in life. But also, I feel like that's kind of helped me here in the in the last couple of weeks. You know, I've like I've I've discovered like I don't know like things about my body where I'm like I think that's cancer, but then it's like, well, you know what? If that is cancer and you're gonna die, maybe you've only got a good month left to live. Maybe you've only got a year. Maybe you've only got five years. Like I've got plans. I need to see my baby grow. I need to be there for him. I need to I need to be there on his wedding day. Right? I need to hold my grandchildren. But none of that is guaranteed. And that's a scary thought. But what we can control, because we can't control any of that stuff. We can control going to the doctor, being proactive, getting ourselves checked out, having difficult, uncomfortable conversations, and making sure that your body is right. So I made all these doctor's appointments this summer to, to kind of take care of myself, to make sure things are good. I lost all of that weight um, with the intention of giving myself the best chance to be around for the long haul for Beckett. That's that's my number one goal with, with my health and with my life. Uh, yeah, so, um, but the other part of that, the other part of that equation is while things are good, while your body's good, while you're feeling good, go out there and do stuff. I mean, it was like maybe... I don't know, three or four episodes ago that I was lamenting to the fact that I just wasn't feeling like doing anything, that I wasn't taking Beckett out. We were just kind of hanging around the house. And uh, it's been a challenge to me to just get out of that mindset, to, to realize, hey, this like today's a gift. It's an absolute gift that you feel good, that you've got a sun, that the shine, the sun is shining. It's It may be hot. It may be crowded somewhere that you go, but that's okay. You get to go somewhere. You get to do something with your sun. You get to make some memories so go and do it. Don't sweat the little stuff. You feel pretty good. Go out there and do it because someday you're not going to feel good. You're not going to be able to go out there and do that kind of thing. So yeah, um, what's something that you guys miss from your past? I miss being a kid. I miss the carefree nature of that. Not to say that like everything is not good now. Like I love my life. I definitely love my life. But just to be in that spot, in that state of mind where you just don't have to worry about really anything other than, is mom going to let me have Cheez-Its? with lunch. <laughs> that was a main concern of mine. So you guys comment back. What is something you missed from your past? I can't wait to read them. Uh, stuff I watched this week. We've got six things to talk about this week, which is a lot, but I don't have any games to talk about this week. This has been like, a, I don't really know what's going on in my brain. I don't know if it's because there's no games that I want to play or I'm just tired of playing video games. I think today in about 50 minutes, the Xbox Bethesda Games Showcase is coming on, which is like Xbox's E3 event. Usually the thing that I look forward to more than anything, uh, like gaming news-wise, is that show, because I'm an Xbox dude. But I'll watch it, but I'm just not super stoked about it. I mean, everything gets delayed these days, and maybe that's that's what it is. I was really excited for Starfield. It got delayed. I was really excited for Breath of the Wild. It got delayed. Everything gets delayed. 
which is fine. I think 2023 is going to be pretty epic, but I'm just not playing anything right now. But I did watch a lot of stuff. I started the show Succession. Uh, this is an HBO original show. You can see it on HBO Max. I think that there are three seasons out to this point. The uh, idea behind it is there's this really rich, older fellow, just turned 80 years old, having some health issues. He's got, I think, four children and a stepwife, or like a wife who is not the actual mother to all of these children. He's rich. He's a media mogul. They live in New York. His health is declining. All of these children have very unique personalities. Like one of them doesn't really want anything to do with the business. One of them really wants to run the business after dad moves on. One of them is just kind of like party dude, Kieran Culkin, Macaulay Culkin's brother. He's in it. Um, it's really well acted. I've blown through four episodes in two days, which is a lot for me. They're about an hour uh, a piece on the episodes. And I really like it. It's really good. There's uh, just a lot of interesting things that happen every episode. And it, like it, even though it's an hour long, it has really good pacing. I watched two episodes back-to-back last night before going to bed. I got in bed at 9.15. I am really old and got in bed at 9.15 and thought that I was just going to watch a little bit and go to sleep like I usually do, but I was wide awake for two solid episodes and watched every bit of it and loved it. So, Succession. Check that out. I am definitely going to be watching more of that. Obi-Wan, episode four. Um, Man, what can I say about this that that hasn't already been said in, in the... Star Wars ethos. I'm glad that they're making Star Wars stuff. I'm glad that they're telling stories that haven't been told before. They're bridging the gap between Episode 3 and Episode 4. That's cool. There's some hokey, goofy things in every episode. I think it's it's good that there's only six episodes in total. I'm enjoying the ride, and like I said, I'm glad that it exists. I think it's funny like watching people bicker back and forth about it. Because there's, there's some Star Wars fans that are just never going to be happy with whatever Star Wars stuff they're putting out there. Because it'll just never live up to Episode 4, 5, and 6. And that's okay. It's alright that it doesn't. Nothing probably ever will because that was in the past. There's so much nostalgia tied around that. Yes, they're great movies, but like nothing's ever going to supersede it. So just enjoy the stuff that is out there right now because they're making things. Which is good. And if we at least act like we're interested and tune in and watch it, they'll start making more things. And the more stuff they make, the more likelihood that something they make is going to be really good. Right? Right. So, Obi-Wan Episode 4, it's great. It's fine. It's good. Alone. The television show Alone. I don't think that I've talked about this at all. Let me look back at my notes from previous weeks. Nope. Haven't talked about it. So, we're in Season 9 right now of Alone. This is this might be my favorite show on television, like, that's still running. I think they're in their ninth season right now. It's the exact same premise every season. It's a reality show, but it's a survival show. They take ten people, they throw them out in the Canadian wilderness or somewhere, like it's usually Canada, like this season it is Canada again. And these people have to survive and outlast the other people that are out there. Uh, there's no camera crew with them. Each survivalist is given camera equipment, and they have to document their experience. And they are out there this season with polar bears for the first time, which are one of two species of animals that actively hunt humans as prey. So that's kind of freaky. I would be freaked out by that. Um, I'm two episodes into this season. If you like any of the other seasons, you're going to like this season. I mean, it's it's the same formula. 
over and over and over again. Like people just out there in the wilderness by themselves, week by week, they get broken down. Like they're starving mentally, they're alone, and so they're feeling just just awful, like missing their families. And it's just really cool. It's cool to see people that are just at the top of the survivalist pyramid come out there and compete. And there are some like legit dudes. Like a lot of times it's just like, yeah, I practice bushcraft. I go camping on the weekend. There's this one dude that was like, I'm, I'm former military. Uh, I went into the Arctic for 100 days just to see if I could survive in the Arctic for 100 days by myself. I did that. Like there's there's some legit dudes. So if you like outdoorsy stuff, which I'm not usually a big outdoorsman, I just I really love that show. It's like it's like the show Survivor, but without all of the the fluff and the uh, like. I don't know real world MTV vibes that I get sometimes from Survivor, which I love Survivor. It's a great show, um, but alone definitely definitely takes up the stakes a notch or seven. So there's three episodes after this point. It's a History Channel exclusive. I don't know where you can stream it from. I download it and watch it. Uh, Up next, Detective Pikachu. I think I started talking about that last week. Did I? Uh, Yep, started it last week. I watched the first half hour. I finished it like not long after I got done with my podcast. I went out there and was like, I want to watch the rest of Detective Pikachu. That show is good. And uh, yeah, that's a five out of five movie for me. The Pokemon hype right now for me is super real, so... Take that with a grain of salt, but I just had a goofy grin on my face the entire way through this movie. Um, they were so they just crammed so many different Pokemon in there, and some of them were just in there for like a really short amount of time. Pikachu was adorable. The story was actually quite competent. It was only an hour and thirty-eight minutes, I think, so it's it's got a nice pacing. Um, the only bad thing that came out of this movie is that I realized I missed out on the cards, and I ordered quite a few expensive card sets because they've been retired now for a couple of years and they're they're kind of pricey but i don't know if i'm gonna open them or invest in them more on that later <laughs> next thing i watched was uh, a new south park special on paramount plus they got signed to do like 15 of these specials on paramount plus so it's a, it's basically an extended episode like this one was 45 minutes it's basically them poking fun at streaming services which is pretty funny because a streaming service just paid them a gargantuan amount of money to create streaming content. Uh, so they're poking fun at that. I give it three out of five stars. It's very vulgar, lots of bad language. You don't want to watch it with kids. But if you like if you like South Park, you'll enjoy this. I thought it was pretty funny. Last thing I watched, maybe my, my most controversial take that I've had on something I've watched so far. RoboCop. I decided that I was going to rewatch RoboCop because I really didn't remember much of anything about that movie. It had been since I was a small child that I watched it. So I was like, I'm going to tune into that. You know, like Cheapy D on the Cheap Ass Gamer podcast. That's like his favorite thing ever is RoboCop. And usually he and I have uh, very similar interests. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to watch RoboCop. And uh, I didn't make it all the way through RoboCop. I really didn't like RoboCop. I'm going to give RoboCop one out of five stars. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, like very gory, very, like a dude gets his hand blown off. Um, this, uh, Robocop himself gets like shot for like 15 seconds straight. And he's just like going like this because the bullets are just going into his body all dancing around. Like he's a puppet on strings. And I didn't think the story was very good. It's just kind of hokey and corny. And maybe the, maybe the movie hasn't aged well. 
and I don't have a real strong uh, nostalgic connection to it. I just thought it was not not a good movie, not not for me. So one out of five stars, RoboCop, hot take. You guys can roast me in the comments if you want. Uh, but yeah, that's everything I watched this week. All right, we're going to skip right past the games I played because there really were not any. And we're going to go into other stuff and things. First doctor visit since starting keto. I talked to you about earlier how I set up this doctor's appointment and all the stuff that went into it. I wanted to go in there and get my levels checked blood work wise. Just kind of, you know, like get a, get a doctor-patient relationship established. That way if something went haywire... You know, a month down the road, five years down the road, I've got a guy. I've got a dude here locally in town that I can go to and I can get meds and, and all that stuff. Um, so I went in, visited him. The um, exam went great. We got the mole thing. We're going to get that checked out. Uh, got the blood work done. And uh, the only issue on the blood work was my cholesterol is just like slightly above normal levels. Like I think 299 is the highest for a normal range of cholesterol. I think my cholesterol is like 301. So it's just slightly above, and that's one of the characteristics of, of eating a ketogenic diet is that your cholesterol is going to be slightly elevated. The research is kind of out, and it's all over the place on whether or not really cholesterol is a good indicator, an accurate indicator of uh, future issues with heart disease and heart attacks and stuff like that. Um, like Some research studies are saying, hey, this has been disproved, it's not a great indicator, you need to look more at the history of your family health, blood pressure, things of those those kinds. I don't know. I'll keep an eye on it. Um, I, I really love the ketogenic diet because it doesn't feel like a diet. You know, like I can eat all of my favorite things, which are meats. I've got beef ribs on the smoker right now. I can't wait for those today. Uh, smoked bacon. But it's just a diet that's really high in fat. And so that's going to make your cholesterol go up. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do with all of that, really. Just I think that it's good that I'm getting my levels checked. And then that way, next year when I come in and we get the levels checked again, we have something to compare it to. Um, at the school district I used to work at, they did a biometric screening day every year where they'd have you come in and they'd take your blood. And that way you had that and didn't have to go to the doctor's office. That was really great. Um, I hadn't done that since the pandemic hit, since I changed jobs. So it's been probably four or five years and like 60 pounds ago that I had my uh, my levels checked. So I think my my health is good. <laughs> we'll get the mold checked out and taken care of, and uh, yeah, we'll just we'll just keep an eye on the old uh, cholesterol levels. But everything else looked looked right where it needed to be, so that's good. Next thing I wanted to talk about: not missing whatnot and skipping on Lego clearance. So just kind of. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Selling update, I skipped ahead. There's three things that I want to talk about. I'll go ahead and talk about that one. Not missing whatnot and skipping on Lego clearance. Normally, Sundays uh, historically have been my big whatnot auction days. And last Sunday, my auction lasted three and a half hours. I brought in $1,100. That felt good. Uh, but it just took so much time, so much effort. The Lego collection is gone. Uh, other than, I'll move my head to the side, you can see some empty base plates. We've got the Harry Potter stuff still there. we got collectible minifigures. But every other minifigure uh, that doesn't belong to a set is gonzo. And I feel good about that. I feel, I feel just fine about that. I've still got some more sets that I need to break down, that I need to sell. Um, still need to sell my modulars they haven't sold yet. I sold a, a, the Hobbit hole. 
the Lego Hobbit hole. That's a really cool set this week for 175 bucks. That felt very nice, and it's a used copy, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, seen a couple of Lego sets on clearance at Walmart. I did pick one up, the Spider-Man Lair for 50 um, but I'm passing on a lot. Like all of the Mario stuff that they've clearanced out that I would normally be buying. I'm just not doing it anymore. I've got so much already. Um, I'm not a believer that the Lego Mario stuff is going to pan out as an investment like I hoped it would because nobody wants it. Nobody's buying it, and there's a reason that it's on clearance. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel fine about that. I feel good because to kind of segue into the next part of the selling update, had a great, great week of eBay sales. Sold a ton of stuff, just all different categories, listed um, probably 10 items a day, five out of the seven days, I would say, and just had a, just been having a really good time doing that. It feels really good to have, you know, three or four things every day that sells like stuff is stuff is moving whereas on uh, bricklink you know like i would have a, a sell every day an order of parts but man the the profit margin is just so small and it's just it's just not worth the work so i feel pretty good about where i'm at ebay selling wise we're going to do a little expansion today i went and got some more tubs to put some more stuff in tubs um, I'm not running out of room because uh, I finally got over 400 items in my eBay store. It, just like BrickLink, it's hard to add stuff in there and build that up because people are buying stuff, which is great. It's a great, great problem to have. Um, so I bought some more tubs. I think we're at like 420 active listings going back through this week. And I took everything off of Poshmark and Mercari and just put all of my apples into the eBay basket. That is much simpler um, the selling fees are down a little bit now that I've got a store uh, uh, subscription with them. I don't have to worry about running out of free listings every month because I get a thousand with my store, and that costs twenty-two bucks a month. So there's a little expense there. Ah, eh, but it's a write-off, right? It's, we can just we can just write that write that write-off. I'm wondering if I can uh, write off my internet. I was thinking about that today, uh, just thinking about like taxes and stuff like that. I bet I could because. Internet is an essential thing to have for an e-commerce business. And then I was like, well, what about mileage? How would I keep track of that? Because a lot of times I go to Walmart just to hunt down stuff to resell. And I'm sure it would be deductible, and especially now that gas is $4.80 in my area. Still haven't capped over 5 but it's only a matter of time. Only a matter of time. So, yeah, lots of fun there. Uh, Pokemon investing and video making. Last thing I want to talk about for selling update, I'm going to move the majority of uh, Pokemon opening, like card stuff, over to Sold by Ronnie, that YouTube channel. I don't know if there's a, a market or an audience there for it, but um, it, it just doesn't really belong here. I want this channel to be more about uh, my daily kind of general life when Beckett's not here, but then definitely more so about like the interactivity that I have with Beckett. I want I want this channel to primarily focus on that, along with Ronnie's reflections, of course. So, uh, yesterday I sat down to record my first Pokemon specific video for Sold by Ronnie. I'm going to open up an entire booster box of Chilling Rain, and I'm going to find out whether or not uh, it was worth it. Uh, am I going to get my ninety dollars worth within there? And just kind of go into the individual cards and. Um, I don't know what it's going to look like on the end, but I'm excited about making a video about Pokemon stuff. 
Uh, investing, still very much continuing to invest. I talked about the Detective Pikachu sets that I bought. Um, I haven't opened them. I got good deals on them, and they're already worth 40 to $50 more than what I paid for them, so I have a hard time opening those. But uh, just continuing with the mantra of if I want to open something, I need to keep one of the same thing sealed for resale. That way, in my mind, my hope is that, you know, that thing that I'm keeping sealed, I could sell it for twice what it's worth in the future, and thus I get to collect Pokemon cards for free, essentially. That's that's what I'm going with right now, anyway. Okay, let's talk about Beckett, my favorite topic of all of the topics. We're into the last one, and uh, first of all, we had we had a big week. Again, with the mantra of, you feel good, you feel fine, go out there and do stuff. If Beckett says he's interested in it, go go do it. Do it. So we did. Beckett expressed an interest in getting some ice cream from Dollar General. He really likes these orange push pops. So I said, okay, I'll make you a deal, buddy. We can go to Dollar General and get you some ice cream, but we're going to walk to Dollar General if we're going to go. We're not just going to get in the truck and drive our lazy butts down there and buy ice cream. We're going to walk. Uh, there's a two-edged sword with this. You know, I wanted him to get some exercise but I also wanted to catch some Pokemon. So sue me, right? (laughs) So we did. Uh, It's only like a half a mile to Dollar General from my house. It is not a long walk. It was really hot this week. We went Wednesday night. We went Thursday night. We went Saturday night. So we went, we might've went four days. We might've went Friday as well. I can't remember. He got uh, Mickey Mouse ice cream, uh, like chocolate covered ice cream, like the little chocolatey shell with vanilla ice cream inside, shaped in a Mickey Mouse. He got that twice. Last night he got this cone. It was a deluxe cone, and it had like the the regular cone you would expect, not the sugar cone, but like the waffle cone, but it was lined in chocolate. And then on the top, it had like the nuts and the chocolate, and that ice cream was very tasty. I didn't eat a bunch of it, but I did eat a little bit of it. And my treat, I didn't get ice cream. I got one pack of Pokemon cards. Dollar General Pokemon cards are rubbish. I have not pulled anything worth anything out of Dollar General Pokemon cards. I'm very convinced that somebody is somehow weighing the packs or doing something because there's like nothing. I've opened up a bunch of them. A bunch of them. But still, that's a better treat to have for me rather than ice cream. Yes. The other thing that we did this week is that we went to some different playgrounds. Um, I had to go to... I had to. I had to go to a thrift store in uh, Labette, what's that place called? Altamont, because last weekend I went there and I bought hats, 10 hats for a dollar, and I sold those 10 hats for $40. So I was like, I'm going to go back and buy more. It was kind of an experiment. I went back, a lot of them had sold, so they didn't have much, and they raised the price to a quarter a piece. Still a good deal if I can sell them for 40 bucks for 10 of them. But while we were there in Altamont, I was like, let's go check out a park that we've never been to. We like doing that. And we went there. There are all a bunch of kids. Apparently, the pool kicks all the kids out for a little while, maybe so the staff can go eat lunch or something. So all the kids were over at the park, which is great because Beckett is very into playing with other kids, especially at the park. So he played with them, ran around, had a great time. Then after about 30 minutes, the pool opened back up. All of the kids went back in the pool. So Beckett was left with just me. Aw. We played for a little bit. We had fun. We played Mario and Godzilla and chased each other around. But then I was like, why don't we go to the Parsons Park that we went to last weekend and the weekend before? 
uh, for Katie Days, that thing that we went to that Becca got that stuffed Tyrannosaurus Rex doll, and see if there's any kids there. And he's like, yeah, let's do that. So we got in the car, drove to Parsons. It's like 20 minutes like back towards our house. And uh, no kids. No kids on the playground, really. Uh, there was one there for like a little bit, but they left pretty quickly. So again, Dad to the rescue, Mario versus Bowser. We were reenacting Mario 64 where I was grabbing Bowser's tail and whipping him around and throwing him at the bombs. I defeated Bowser, I defeated Beckett, and I emerged victorious. He let me win. That's like the first time that ever happens. That boy does not like to lose. And then uh, yesterday, man, we had a great day yesterday. Super good day. Anytime that I've got him on a Saturday, which is every other Saturday, we are going to go out somewhere and we're going to do something this summer. Mark my words, if I don't do that, shame on me. Shame on me. Because we've got an entire Saturday, we need to go out there and do stuff. We feel good, let's go out there and do it. So my idea was to go to Pittsburgh, Kansas, about a 50-minute drive for us, and to go to Burger King because they have this big, gigantic indoor playground. And I knew it was going to be hot outside, so I wanted to do that. But also, I packed swimming clothes in case we wanted to go swimming somewhere in Pittsburgh. We get to Burger King. We're really excited. We go in there. They've got a sign on the playground that says, closed until further notice. COVID. It's like, come on. Open that bad boy up. I didn't say anything. They also had uh, kiosks inside of the restaurant that you could order from so you didn't have to wait in line. I did that. It was fine. Um, It took them 25 minutes to bring us our food. It was $17 for a bacon cheeseburger Whopper meal, which was delicious, that Whopper hits differently. I'm telling you, that is that is a much better hamburger than you can get at like a McDonald's. I think it's better than Wendy's as well. Not as good as Five Guys. It's close. It's close to Five Guys, if I'm, if I'm being honest. A Whopper bacon cheeseburger is close to Five Guys. The fries are nowhere as near as good as Five Guys, and it costs the same as Five Guys. Because the last time me and Beckett went to Five Guys, $17. Burger King, junior kids meal, uh, Whopper, burger, meal, small fry, small drink, 17 bucks. They had uh, one of those like Coke mixing machines where you just press the button of what you want on the touch screen and then uh, out it comes. Beckett chose Dr. Pepper and it was coming out really slowly for some reason. I was like, that's weird. And then I got Diet Coke and it was coming out really slowly. I took a drink of that and it, I swear to you, it was just pure syrup. <laughs> Beckett took a drink of it and he was like, Ooh, this is the best Dr. Pepper ever. And like not long after that, he started acting like kind of crazy. He was like bouncing around and saying all kinds of random stuff. But I was like, we need to make a make some lemonade out of these lemons of this this COVID protocol that we've got here at Burger King. Because this is a cool indoor playground. I can't wait until they open it up. It looks really fun. They don't have Lowe's a lot anymore. Uh, but uh, I found out there's an aquatic center in Pittsburgh. And it looked decent. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh my God, it's Saturday. It's going to be so crowded. It's going to be 95 degrees today. Everybody in Pittsburgh is going to be here. There's probably, I don't know, 30,000 people in Pittsburgh. Not a small town. We get there. Uh, They don't open until 1, so we delayed a little bit. We went to GameStop, uh, picked up a couple of birthday presents for him. He picked out Peach's Castle, Mario, Peach's Castle with a bunch of figures, and a Pikachu plush, to my surprise. I picked up a Score Bunny plush. You can see him right there if you're watching video. That's my favorite Pokemon. Uh, he was my starter that I used in Sword and Shield. Adorable. And then we went to then we went to the water park. It was time to go to the water park. 
I wanted to go to Walmart and check out the cards, but I was worried about leaving the cards in the car in the heat. So we went to the water park. We got there right at one. There's a line. There's probably like 75 people in line waiting to pay and get in this place. So in the back of my mind, the old the old abandoned ship Ronnie, there's too many people. It's going to be awkward and crowded and yucky is saying, Beckett, are you sure you don't want to just go back to Erie and go to our little local pool? That's another thing we did. Wednesday, Thursday, no, Friday, Friday evening. That's why, is that, yeah, for, I think it was Friday. Yeah, it was Friday evening because we swam two days in a row. Friday evening, we went to our local pool, which is awesome. It's just a pool uh, with like a shallow end and a deep end and a diving board. But it's great because there's not that many kids. He can get in there, splash around. There's usually kids his age at the pool because there's nothing to do in our town. And so the all the kids in the in the town just come to the city pool and swim. So that was, that was great. Anyway, back to Saturday and the Pittsburgh Aquatic Center. Um, they have two slides. They had like a big wide one that's just like a straight shot down into a three and a half foot deep pool. And I was like, that's great. He will love that. He went down that on his own. I caught him. Uh, he went under a little bit. He still does not like going underwater. He doesn't understand the concept of going underwater for like two seconds and closing your mouth and your eyes. He always swallows water when he goes underwater. I don't, I don't understand what's going on with that. But swimming lessons. Need to do that. Um, and then there's a, like a twisty slide that you would expect at like a legit water park. And to my surprise, he wanted to go down that as well. He did. I caught him. I didn't have my camera with him. I have ordered a waterproof case for my phone. I've got the iPhone 13 Pro, which is like water resistant, but I hesitate just bringing it with me and keeping it in my pocket. Now that I've got this case, because I, I thought about maybe a GoPro, but I don't want to carry a GoPro and my phone. Like I just want, I just want one device and I want it to be waterproof. So that's going to be a great investment, I think, because we're planning on doing lots of swimming this summer. Lots of swimming. So then, uh, like, they've got this little kitty area with uh, little sprinklers that shoot up and a real tiny slide. The smaller kid area at this place was pretty weak, in my opinion. Like, none of it was deep at all. Like, maybe maybe a foot in some places. Um, but it was really meant for, like, those one to three-year-olds, I would say. Uh, kids up to seven years old could go into that area. So it was nice that they kind of limited it. But the pool part was huge. There were thousands of people there. I am i don't think I'm under-exaggerating when I say thousands. I wish I would have got a video whenever we left that place because it was just like a sea, a literal sea of humanity in the pool, sitting out, just everywhere. It was crazy. But I convinced Beckett to go down uh, the slide, the twisty slide, one more time because I wanted to film him. I did film him. I got a great, great footage of him coming down. I caught him with one hand. I was filming with the other. He goes under, and the first thing that he says when he comes out, you only caught me with one hand, and I went under. It's like, dude, it's for the vlog. We got to do it for the vlog. We got to capture these memories. So uh, after that, we went to Walmart. It was kind of a bu- it, it was an absolute bust. I didn't find anything Pokemon related because all the Pokemon cards in the stores, they're above MSRP. And I'm realizing that now. And then online, you can buy things below MSRP. So you can get an Elite Trainer box for like 35 bucks online. Whereas at Walmart, they're charging 45 So that kind of sucks. Because <laughs> I, like I like to just go buy something and have it. Today is Elite Trainer Box Sunday when I usually open up an Elite Trainer box and I don't have one to open up other than another Celebrations Elite Trainer box, which I don't want to open up because they're going to be very valuable in a couple of years. So woe is me. Woe is me, but I'm living a good life. I'm loving it. 
And that's going to wrap up episode 32 of Ronnie's Reflections. Don't forget to comment back on the question of the week. What is something you missed from the past? Appreciate you guys listening in. Hope you have a gloriously fantastic week. It's going to be freaking hot here in Kansas. Gengar loves you. Ronnie and Gengar out. Bye. Elder Buds YouTube.